This is life. Listening and inspiring friends in entertainment. If I lose, I'm going to feel like a Falcons fan. And somebody on that team's not tied. Focusing life's principles with your goals. Stepping out on faith. God's mm-hmm. going to take care of it. I, I, mm-hmm. That's cool. Look, that look at that. Look at the phrases the boy's saying now. Uh-oh. And taking Empowerment Global with Empowerment Speaker Stone Staffer and Johnny Vaughn. What's up? What's up? What's up, friends, family, and fans? It's your boy, Stone Stafford, and I am here with my holly jolly grinning laughing smiling um partner in crime johnny vine hey people what's going on are you oh wow he hit y'all with the hey people what's going on yeah what's up you're right man challenging week yeah i know challenging week that's it trust me i get it i get it challenging week myself too studio flooded again today no yeah that was fun that was fun man so so, so the challenges that Johnny and I be going through, we look like tennis players. Yeah. Like, my, my studio flooded. <laughs> Deal with contractors. Got to hire somebody. Hey. <laughs> it is. And it's, dude, it, the funny thing is, is I'm never trying to like, because you know, you get some people that try to one up your story. One up, time. right. I'm, I'm not that dude, man. I would much prefer not to even talk about it, but it's just, it right. seems like that the season that me and you both in, it just... <laughs> It seems like that's just what's happening right now. It is a – I'm coining it. It's a season of champions. I dig. It is a season of champions. As a matter of fact, if I, I lose, I, if I lose, I'm going to feel like a Falcons fan. And, I, man, I hope I pull this out, bro. I, I, just, posted, I just posted today, man. Somebody on that team is not tithing. <laughs> Somebody on that team is not paying their tithe. <laughs> I mean, you're at the point where you're trying not to score and you score. And you score. I mean, <laughs> that was, dude, that was the funniest thing I saw, man. When you see Lions players jumping up and down, happy he got in the end zone, because they was like, that's crazy. Because they I knew, did. they knew Stafford was going to walk down the field. They knew it, hey, man. Can I just say hashtag 2020? Yeah, dude, you know what it is? I told somebody, and I mean, I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but uh, I mean, you saw what the Braves did last week. It's just, it has not been a, a fun time to be an Atlanta or Georgia anything fan. I truly believe that that rumor that they built Lake Lanier on an Indian burial ground is real. And I'm starting uh, to think that this whole state <laughs> needs to get right with, with, with everybody right, before some of this right. stuff gets around. Cause some and ju- Pence some was here ju- last week, wasn't he? Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So there you go. Just yeah. add fuel to the fire. Man. But, um, but the reason why I'm calling this a season of champions is because I was – granted, we can call it what we want, but that is complaining. I'm, I like to think that I'm just talking about the events of the day. Now, for some reason, when we talk about it, it's complaining. Right. But when ladies talk about it, it's just, how was your day? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, right. anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm choosing to look at it as a season of champions because, because it is a pain in the butt. It's hardships. It's struggle and all that stuff. So I have to shift my paradigm mm-hmm. and just see it as one long weightlifting session. Okay. Because how I handle this, how you're handling your contractors and the evictions and your properties, how you're handling that is all it's doing is preparing you for whatever's going to be next. Okay. You know what I mean? When you start owning them 10 and 20 properties and whatever it is you got to deal with or with me. So that's how I'm choosing yeah. to see this. I'm thing. receiving so, that, bro. I like that yeah. viewpoint. So I'm not going to grade myself on a curve. And I say that to people all the time. Stop grading yourself on a curve. Yeah. Because there's no growth. There's no improvement. There's no increase in wisdom in the comfort zone. There, there absolutely isn't. Right. You know? So I think that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going to stop grading myself 
uh, on the curve. Man, it's it's funny you say that because like now, now that it's coming out your mouth, I'm thinking about it. I'm always one that's, that, that's trying to make sure that I'm taking things as they are. If it's an A, it's an A. If it's a B, if it's a B. If I failed, I failed. But I mean, it's going back and reanalyzing stuff, man. It's 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 a high probability that I might be guilty of doing some of that stuff too, man. Is mm-hmm. letting certain things slip through the cracks and and not just not staying focused on this is what the task is. This is how you need to handle it, and and accepting it as a progression. As opposed to just saying, ah, well, that was good enough, and then and then passing it right. off as, as just a moment. Um, hey, good enough. <laughs> yeah, man, you you saying it? I'm I'm gonna have to re, re refocus on some stuff now. with you putting that out there like that? Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, every every what they every challenge really is an opportunity if you choose to make it one. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's basically what I'm gonna do. You know, yeah. and I was, I was sitting there complaining. I try to rationalize it sometimes. You know, especially the stuff at the studio because it really comes down to a money issue. We're still rebounding from having to be closed for a dog on, oh my gosh, what, seven months? Yeah. Yeah. So we're still trying to rebound from that. And I keep, I try to use that as a rationalization sometimes. And I've got to stop that. Yeah. You know, I've got to stop rationalizing and basically coming up with reasons, making up reasons at the end of the day to defend where I am or even defend my behavior. Um, like I'm having, I'm still trying to get that right staff in place. And, and I keep looking at them, 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 them. And don't get me wrong. I'm not releasing them or their accountability of not doing the job. Mm-hmm. And this is some of them, but I have a couple of stars on there. But at the end of the day, I'm the leader of that, of that studio. I'm the right. leader of that organization. And so instead of looking at them, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Matter of fact, I even just asked one of my people, I said, I said, something that I'm not doing. There's something I'm not doing to have y'all work at the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just doing just enough. Like you just said, good enough. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing just enough. And good enough and just enough is never enough. So I'm looking at myself and holding myself accountable. I said, there's something I have to do. And one of the things that came right to me immediately is I actually don't really spend much personal time with my staff. Ah. So they're doing their job for the job's sake. And, and, not for and they're now. doing their job for wherever their pay level's at. Right. And I need them to be more invested in it because mm-hmm. sometimes the trials and, and the challenges that come go above your pay grade. Mm-hmm. So, but there's they don't have my interests at heart yeah personally and so but but i only came up with that thought when i got out of making excuses and trying to rationalize Mm -hmm. why things are the way they are and you guys it's the same thing the moment you go ahead and take accountability for your position and stop making excuses for why you are the way you are where you are and start being like okay this is my responsibility what can i do about it you know, you hear I've said it. Will Smith has said it. I think I've heard um, E.T. say it. We've all said it before where there are a lot of things in life that happen to you that may not be your fault. But it is absolutely 100 percent your responsibility. Absolutely. With what you do with it going forward. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am right now. I'm, I'm not grading myself on the curve anymore. Yeah. I man, I'm this thing is eating at me now. Just thinking about that phrase, because I spend so much time with every scenario trying to break down. Like You, you brought up the house situation with that. Um, I'm fully responsible for the whole contracting team that's down there right now. Now, given I'm not, I'm back in Atlanta, so I can't be there to, to, to drive what's happening. Um, but I handpicked the teams that's down there working. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we're now 30 days behind schedule on everything down there, and everybody wow. knows that when you're working with budgets, the second you start getting days behind, you start getting behind in money. It starts costing more. So now the budget is starting to balloon. And that's on me. And it's... I'm really I'm I'm having to 
a real moment thinking like, did I do enough homework on the people that I picked? Did I set up the timelines right? Or like what you just said, do they really have my vested interest at heart? Because this thing has to be turned around. Mm-hmm. And they're working on it seems like they're working at their pace as opposed to working at a pace that's that's got my best interest at heart. And it does. It comes back down to I'm the general manager. I'm the owner of the team. Arthur Blank. Uh, let me take that back. He did make some changes a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He, but Arthur <laughs> takes ownership of it. though. Yeah, yeah. He even got into the press. He said, look, he did. and that's why. Yeah, that's why he fired. He said, look, we promised y'all this. We're not getting that. And I think he even said it's on me. Yeah. Now, it might have been a couple years too late, but it's okay. Um, At least he got it done, right? <laughs> but, yeah, he did make that statement saying that, you know, he is he he's he's held responsible by the fans. Because yeah, that's, White who's, House. that's who's buying the tickets. <laughs> exactly. White House. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, that's, 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 that's it, man. I, I, I think that's something that we all have to kind of see. It's that self-reflection thing, man, is, is making sure that no matter how much we analyze what we're working on, are we making the right decision? And then is the right decision necessarily the best decision? Because sometimes what's the 100% right thing, the right way to go, might not be the most effective and the best thing to do right, right. now. You might have some right. steps to go before that. And then by skipping those steps, you run into that, ah, it's going to be done good enough or it's going to be okay, right. as opposed to we did it right all the way through and through. And I think that's where I'm at now with a lot of stuff I got going on is that I've been focusing on specific tasks and specific actions on my part as opposed to going the full route and making sure that everything is taken care of 100% at every level. You and have to, and there's, there's no shortcut to it. Like all those little th- – see, we don't – all the stuff you're talking about, what you got to do now, those are the things that we don't take into consideration when we talk about what our dreams are, what our goals are. We don't think about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the, the stuff that that is involved, like we are <laughs> – that's why it kills me. It's not, it doesn't kill me, but – when I say, hey, you know, what do you want to do with music? Oh, I want the world to hear my, I want to share my music with the world. And I want to, I just feel I have something to say with the world. And I'm, I'm always like, do you know how big the world is? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and if you even have a clue on how big the world is, do you know what it's going to take to reach them? Don't think yeah. you're just going to have some dope hit play or hit upload on your computer and just magically it goes viral Uh i mean has that ever happened sure it's happened but those are the odds are astronomical yeah and then they haven't even necessarily gone worldwide Mm -hmm. per se so like when you say stuff like that like like think about what that means like if you can walk down five blocks and they don't even know who you are forget about the world yeah I mean, take maybe care of Peachtree Street first. <laughs> exactly. Like, let the world be step number 100 and then refocus on step number two. I, I think the problem with that is, and I mean, I, I'm, I've got this perspective now because of all of the hands I've got my, all the pots I've got my hands in, is that you talk about that curve. And one of the biggest things is, is that people take their education and grade their personal knowledge on a curve. They, mm-hmm. they think that just what they know mm-hmm. happens to be enough for whatever it is they want to achieve. And right. we see it all the time. Somebody walks in your office or walks in my office. We see from our side of the desk how much they don't know. But right. they immediately try to look at it as if they're on the same level because of, you know, they got they had one cousin who was able to share an experience as right. opposed to 20, 25 years experience of actually understanding the ins and outs. Right. Um, you, you, yeah, you definitely cannot give yourself a 90 if you're at an 87 on your knowledge level. Like if you're right. not if you're not fully in control or um, have that mastery of your understanding of what everything takes, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it may be time to go back and do some more research because if you jump into something uh, guilty uh, without being 100% prepared, sure, learning on a job is possible. Um, adapting is possible. And in the world that I work in, that's literally a part of my job, being able to Necessary. learn and adapt. It's, it's, so that is a skill I possess. However... Right. It's not necessarily the skill I always want to be relying on. Sometimes I want to be prepared enough to I can walk in. I know what it's going to be. Hit the home run, walk out. But you know what, to- though, Johnny, with that, the only problem with that is I don't know if you'll ever escape that because you're you're someone that's always working to go to the next level. And in, like in, in faith circles, you say new level, new devil. Yeah. And basically yeah. all it means there's always going to be something you don't know because sure. it's a position you've never been at before. Absolutely. You know, and I think that's a lot of a lot of uh, there's a big fear with a lot of people wanting to step out and do something first mm-hmm. because they're scared to fail. But like you can't fail at something that ain't never been done. Right. Like, yes. All you did was succeed in finding out how not to do it. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so but I think we have that fear. So. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I don't know if I will focus on I want to be so prepared where blah, blah. That'll never happen if you're a person of growth. That will never and that's, happen. That's true. My, I think. Uh, OK, so I'll, I'll rephrase it because it's the mm-hmm. same. What you just said, it could be taken the other way. It says somebody's ceiling is somebody else's floor. Right. Um, you have to be able to turn that ceiling into a foundation if you're going to build a second story. So when I'm talking about being overly prepared, it's. If you're not prepared to that level, adapting is not going to be possible. Like, it's, it's just not. I can take somebody that's been working in finance their whole lives. They may have done some home improvement, do-it-yourself stuff, and I throw them in the kitchen and say, here, bust up this tile and lay this new laminate down. I don't care about your financial career, your experience, or however many HGTV shows you've watched. If you've never done it, you're not going to know how to level that floor. No, I agree. So that, that's more so you. what I'm talking about is just at least having the understanding of what it's going to take or right. what you could possibly run into. I, When we talk about that curve thing, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people I'm dealing with right now that's just stepping out, stepping out on faith. God's mm-hmm. going to take care of it. I, and I, mm-hmm. That's cool. You gotta kinda, look, at that, look at the phrases the boy is saying now. Uh-oh. You got to do your part, though. Uh, God yeah. helps those that help themselves. Yeah. What? And, again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I'm not even going to bother because if you missed it, just rewind it. Play it again. Um, right. That's what it is. And that's that curve thing you're talking about. That's that just enough. Or I'm not going to be at 100%. 90% is enough. And then when you get in there, you need it 95. You need it 97 Right. That curve is what cost you whatever it was. And again, I'm and we, experiencing it at myself right now. So we used to like that in school. I remember the grades like when I'm a grade this test on the curve. And I never knew what the heck that meant. You know what I mean? I was like, how is the grade on the curve? And then, and then I found out the whole formula for that. And I, for those of you that, that don't know how your teacher did that, <laughs> what they would do is take the highest possible score you can get on it. And then you take the highest grade that someone got. And whatever that difference is. Everyone got those points. So, so I'm you get a hundred and then the highest in the grade got like a 92. Well, that's an eight point difference. He'll give everybody another eight points. And sometimes that was a freaking difference between a C and a B. Yeah. But the problem is, here's the problem. I got a, a B result from C effort. Yeah. So that B result gives you a false fake. base level. It is fake. Yeah. It will not stand up nope. because once I leave that class and I go into life, the person that did the work to get that B and A, mm-hmm. even though on paper I got that B and A, they did the work. And this is the preparation you're talking about. So now whatever comes to them, they have this foundation that they can now adjust and learn and, and adapt. I don't. 
because I didn't put that work in. See, Some of y'all keep it's, it. I'm, 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 I'm a ha- I got to have my moment. It's people yeah. like you, Stone, that people like me, we don't really think about y'all, but y'all made the world difficult. Because, see, I... I was the guy that the curve was based off of a lot of times, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've haven't I haven't been on that side where I I was the benefactor of the curve. I set right. a lot of the curve. I never forget the last FCAT I took, which was the standard state test in Florida in high school. I took the test and left and went on tour. So I was gone from school for two weeks. And mm-hmm. when I came back, the test results had come in. I was one of five people in our district that had aced the exam. I got a perfect nice. six on it. And because of that, it set a new standard at my high school because of what I did. I got nothing from that right. at all. It's called but, being a trailblazer, man. That's and and that's, that's cool. But, I mean, you know, from <laughs> like that point cool, on, but, uh, <laughs> they, they, they started having these reward programs for kids that aced it after. They had a new – I got to be the rabbit. No benefits at all for me to do it. But – you the should kid. go back and have them name one of the war programs after. I you. tried to do that. Hey, <laughs> oh my god, I did. I, back back in my ego days, uh, when I was still, I, I tried to go back and say, "Hey man, if y'all gonna do that, y'all did it because of me. Can I can I get a little?" They they weren't going for it. But you but, know what? I, you are where you are, and you get what you get because of that. How about that? And and that's that's what I was getting to <laughs> is that I can looking at it from that perspective. Um, it's good to have that rabbit to chase. Um, but it, you have to be very careful of that false pulse that it gives you because if you're basing your success on the bootstrap of somebody else, you know, tide coming in raises all boats and that's a great concept. I Mm. love it when it's involving money because I've benefited from that in a bunch of scenarios, but a lot of things in life are personal effort. And if you get in a bunch of situations where you just happen to be a boat that's just getting lifted because of high tide, when you out there at sea by yourself and you actually got a sail, you're going to have problems because there are no more boats. Yep. And in science and in medicine, that's called a false positive. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's called a false positive. And a lot of I see a lot of you artists doing that, too. Like you're you're still like people know you can sing and they love you can sing. And you have these old stuff, this old stuff. you did. Some of y'all are still posting joints y'all did like five years ago. Yeah. Because you you love the accolade. Oh, girl, what do you do, man? Dude, you so dope. Or, girl, you can sing. I love your voice. And that sounds so great, man. And that makes you feel good. But you're resting on those false positives because that's that's some old stuff that you do. Like, what are you doing now? Yeah. And you got, and I'm, look, what you put out is what you're going to get. I don't care how smart robots and computers and all this kind of stuff. They're only putting out what we put in. Even when they're learning new knowledge, mm-hmm. they had to be programmed rhythms to do that yep so without the input there is no output absolutely what you always give is what you always going to get yeah so y'all keep expecting doggone i want to share one point too with that because you use something yeah. in an example of people bringing back old stuff and trying to ride you know that what have you done for me lately but i did this before i'm seeing it with people now like people podcasting is the, all the rave now everybody's got one um, and right. everybody wants to be a media personality. Everybody wants to be on radio. Everybody trying TV to be now. like life on podcast. Hey, but it's all I know, good. Man. We're and, you know, and that's good. It's We're a trailblazing, trailblazing thing. <laughs> we raising all boats, baby. But, <laughs> but what I've been seeing, you know, I'll see some of my clients who have helped. They'll get, um, you know, they've, they've launched their internet radio stations or their podcast, and they'll get one episode that pops and it gets 10,000 streams or something. Right. And, and then, like, I'm ready. I'm ready for the big time. How do I get on radio now? And I'm just like, Okay, you did it once. <laughs> once, right. 
Do we know why that happened? I mean, right. Kevin Hart might have found that he shared it, and that might be where all it came from. Not diminishing what you did, but can you repeat that now? Right. And that's that's a thing that I think a bunch of people overlook, too, when it comes to that false positive, is that they think that because you caught lightning in a bottle once, that right. now you've mastered it. I don't let my son do anything beyond what we're working on until he can do it three times. The first time right. is an accident. The second time is a coincidence. The third time you've proven that you've mastered it and then you can repeat it. And, we, like and he's so sick of me doing that, but he's able to replicate everything that we do because of that law. And, you know, lightning in a bottle is great. And if that's enough to set you up forever, power to you. Because like Stone said earlier, it's happened. But how often? Like, can you guarantee you're going to be the one that catches that lightning in a bottle permanently? Let me, let me tell y'all listening, one of the reasons why so many of you listening, it's not everyone, but so many of you have such a problem with life and you don't get along with life or you don't like certain aspects of life. And here's why. It's because life won't give you the same excuses you're giving yourself. Mm. And this is why you have to stop grading yourself on this curve because life doesn't grade people on a curve. Oh, so when you're sitting there giving yourself all these excuses and making all these rationalizations for your position and what's happening to you and it's as legitimate as they may sound, mm -hmm. life is still sitting there like, I don't give a beep. Yep. And it's just waiting for you. Right. And then when you then when you hit that situation or circumstance or position and you're not prepared for it because you've been coking and coddling yourself all this time, all of a sudden life is so hard. Life sucks. And why me? And this is that. Sorry, baby. Life is kind of like, hey, it is what it is. Next yep. in line. Right. So that's really all we're trying to tell y'all. Like, like, get away with the excuses. We understand stuff happens. You know, it's not the people's fault in Alabama and stuff that hurricane, what was it, Sally came through. It's not the people's fault that, you know, maybe somebody T-boned you or it's not your fault that maybe you were diagnosed with something. It's not your fault you were abused. It's not your fault that they turned down your records. None of that stuff is your fault. But again, don't now use that as a metric to grade what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, so stop grading yourself on that curve. Suck it up. Man up. Woman up. Say, this is my goal. My goal is non-negotiable. It is non-negotiable. And then you go out there and you get it. Come hell or high water, no matter what it takes. But stop cutting yourself breaks. Stop grading yourself on a curve. Stop making excuses for yourself. Because we're not going to do it. Life's not going to do it. And the more you give yourself, it's so funny because the harder time you give yourself, the easier it seems like everything else is. And that's where the whole my my being my worst, uh, uh, my oh, worst, worst critic. critic. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, th and there's a fine line. There is a fine line between between degrading yourself. Sorry about that, y'all. Between uh, you know beating yourself up and not being fair to yourself and then being your own worst critic. Right. As long as it's constructive criticism. I know I can be better. I will be better. I know I can grow. I will grow when it's that kind of stuff. You keep going for it. So really, we just want to encourage you guys. I mean, hopefully this wasn't sound like we were beating you over the head, but we want to encourage you. I'm stop myself over yourself. the head. <laughs> yeah, it's like stop <laughs> giving yourself excuses. Stop making it comfortable for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's not where growth happens. That's not where excellence happens. And elite don't become an elite by doing what the average people do. Right. Bottom line. Right. Bottom line. That's all we got for you today. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, look, if you're not too angry at us, and you feel like, you know, a matter of fact, tell you what, I'm mad at y'all, but to get over it, I'm going to go ahead and share this with somebody. Because that's how you do, man. Sharing is caring. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? One of the best ways to get over um, alt and unforgiveness is to do something nice for somebody. So if you're mad at us right now, go on and hit that like or share button. <laughs> but if you like what you said, go on and hit that like or share button. Notice yeah. it's the same thing it's in the same end. Same deal. <laughs> but uh, look, always, as always, you can follow us on lifeonpodcast.com. That's the hub, man. You can get to our social media from there. You yep. can listen to the 
you know, the past 10 uh, podcasts from there. You can even hit a link on the bottom if you feel like binging. Uh, you can listen on whatever platform you want to. All right there on lifeonpodcast.com. And if you really want to, I mean, you know, if you're crazy enough, you can follow me on Instagram at stone letter O letter O seven or on Twitter at stone zero zero seven. And last thing I'm gonna say without that, if you follow Twitter is my ranting, say what I want to say stuff. Isn't it? <laughs> Instagram is where I, I'm pretty I'm knowing my better behavior. There's no I mean, bell, there's no bell curve on Twitter. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, no Twitter, there's no curve. You know what I mean? But Instagram, you know, I'm a little nicer with things. But if you really want to know what Stone be thinking, go on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Just Johnny Vaughn everywhere. J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N. <laughs> Shoot, man. That's it, man. That's all we got for y'all. We hope it's helpful. We hope you're growing. We love y'all. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace.